Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries podcast. We are so delighted that you're on the program with us today, and we are just always ready, excited, prepared uh, to minister to you. And you can find us at terrymize.com over on our YouTube channel there for our television uh, program, and then anywhere there is a podcast platform, you can find Terry Mize Ministries podcast and TV program. We are just delighted, thrilled that you have joined us today. We are honored that you're with us, and we're here to literally, as you and I say so often, darling, we say, wash your feet with the Word of God. Of course. You know, it's it's as much um, a ministry. um, Sometimes words like that get lost in today's vocabulary, but it really is a a time of just comforting and sharing the Word of God, ministering to you like a waiter would wait on a table. You know, that kind of ministry. And so we want to do that for you from the Word of God and give you wisdom and confidence and help and new thoughts from God's Word. Is that right? We've been talking about faith. What else? Faith and missions. <laughs> Faith and missions. And to, and today I wanted to share a little bit with you about prayer because we've been talking about how you have to use faith and how faith in the heart and faith in the mouth is released through the mouth, that there has to be a purpose for that. And we've talked so many times, as you have for over 52 years, that the real purpose for the Bible, uh, the church itself, the fact that we are in the ministry helping other people is missions. Of course. And then the church's job, it, they, not everybody can go, you know, to the places that you've been in 52 right, years, right. but they can pray, they can give, they can support, they can minister to one another and help lift other people out of a, a selfish lifestyle <laughs> into a focused lifestyle where Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel yeah. because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe on him would not perish but have everlasting Amen. life Amen. and that's that sign you see at football games john, john 3 16, 16. Yeah. <laughs> right. you know faith is just such a most powerful thing and we've yes, been talking it about it program after program after yeah program. it's our responsibility and um it's just, uh, it's the thing that motivates heaven. It is. It's the thing that motivates God. Yes, it is. God's moved by faith. That. Heaven's moved by faith like hell's moved by fear. fear. The devil's moved by fear. They're yes. both spiritual yes. forces. They're not mental forces. They're spiritual forces. Right. Uh, and they're powerful. They're, they they're sure powerful. are. And uh, faith will give you life. The fear will give you death. That's right. The Bible says that in the last days, men's hearts will fail them fail for, them for fear. fear. Uh, people die of fear. They're literally right. scared to death. Um, uh, it'll change the color of your hair, put wrinkles in your skin. And yes, it will. Keep you from going outside. Keep you from enjoying your life. Enjoying it, your life, that's it, for it's sure. It's paralyzing. It is and faith paralyzing, is the exact Terry. opposite. Faith, faith will set you free. Yes. And uh, we'll lift you up and minister to you. And, you know, First John 5 Four and five is one of our yes, favorite scriptures yes, for all of our right. lives, I guess, uh, that says what, whatsoever. Right. That's you. That's me. That's right. anybody that's born again. Whatsoever is born of God. Right. Isn't that great? Whatsoever that is born of God born overcomes of God. the, the world. world. That's just the best news I've heard in a yes, while. Yes, it is. Whatsoever is born of God born overcomes of the world. And this yeah. is the victory 
that overcomes, overcomes the, the world, world even, even our uh, faith. What a great scripture. Now, Renee, that's the very reason that hell hates faith. That's right. That's the very reason. <laughs> that's that why they're so always Im- trying to keep you in fear. That's the very reason it's so important to the devil to rob you, to steal from you, to right. damage and destroy your faith, because faith is the victory that it overcomes the, victory. the world. That's so good, and so that's It's so, so good. important to hell and to Satan to steal your faith, yes. to rob your faith, that's to right. damage your faith, to destroy probably. your faith faith because he doesn't want you to have victory. No. Amen. Well, it's just exactly right. And that's why every pulpit in this country should have a pastor, a leader, a minister in it that is preaching and teaching the church faith. No, absolutely. And that, and just on our last program that we just had, you quoted all four places in the Bible where it says, the just the shall just. live by faith. Why don't you say that out loud? Say, I live by faith. Yeah, I, I live, live by, by faith. faith. And then... I live by the faith of the Son of God. Galatians 2.20 that we shared on the last program. Yeah, that I places, live Old by Testament the faith. Old Testament and New, God says the right. just, that, that means the justified right. or the, the born again person, right. the person right. that's born of God. The justified must, must, must live, live by, faith. by faith. It's a It's a requirement of heaven. That's right. It's one. It's one of the. It's actually one of the requirements of faith. Well, and as we know, we I think we said on the last program as well too, and we'll just recap with that. Is that Hebrews six says that faith pleases God. So the confession of Galatians two twenty is that I live by the faith of the Son of God right. who lived, who loved me and gave, yeah, himself, gave himself for, for me. me. And then Romans twelve says that. At, at, at evidently at our new birth, the time we believe in the heart and confess with the mouth that Jesus is our Lord, yep. then that we are given that measure You're of issued. faith. You're issued. You're issued. A measure like of a military faith. issue. Yeah. yeah. When I was faith. in the army, we went through a line one day at the quartermaster's uh, office, right. and they issued us right. everything we were supposed to have. Right. They issued us t-shirts. They issued <laughs> us uh, uh, socks. They issued us shoes. They right. issued us combat boots. Right. They, it, it was military issue. Right. And they gave us what we were supposed to have and what we would need. Right. Uh, and that's what God does. When you get saved, then, then uh, heaven issues you yes. an amount of faith. And it's called, in the Bible, it's called the measure. The measure. Which I call faith. average faith. Everybody yes. has, every Christian gets the same, same amount. Same amount. Uh, you got that's the same right. amount that, that Kenneth Hagin got and Oral Roberts so got and Billy Graham got. Every, everybody, when they got saved, right. got the issue. They got that's the right. measure. And then what you do with it from that point is up to you. Faith can either exactly. grow and produce and, uh, you know, be such a major issue right. in your life, such a right. major blessing, or it can decrease and go down to just nothing. It's up to you because right. faith comes by, by hearing, hearing the, word. the Word of God. So if you continue to hear the Word, then you're, that issue, that measure that you got right. will grow. Right. And grow and grow right. and grow. If you don't hear the word, if you just say, okay, I, I received Jesus as my Savior, and then you never get in the word and never hear the word That's preach, right. then, then your faith will go down and go down and decrease and decrease. That's why Jesus said, uh, how is it you have no faith? Right. You've been running around with me for three years. Three years how in the world is it, it that you don't have any faith? That's right. That's and so right. he said they had no faith. Another time he said, oh, ye of Little, little faith. faith. So well, they went from so you got some that had no faith and some that had little faith. Right. You know, and then you've got the issue or the measure. Right. And then and then he said another time he said I haven't seen such great faith. Great faith. And he wasn't talking about Jews. He was talking about two Gentiles. He was right. talking about a Roman centurion and a little lady uh, from from uh, uh, Samaria. And he said I, I I haven't 
I haven't seen such great faith in wonderful? all of Israel. So no faith, little faith, the measure of faith, issued the average faith, right. great faith. Great then, faith. then Paul said, if I had all faith that I could move mountains. So there's right. all faith. And then Jesus said in Mark 11, and we've talked about this in the last few sessions, uh, Jesus said, there's a God kind. Right. There's the God kind of faith. So no faith, little faith. Average faith or the issue of faith, and then great faith, and then all faith, and yeah. the, then God's right. faith. Right. That's what we want to have. Well, in Jesus, you all through his ministry was either chiding or or compelling or complimenting people to, if you had faith, yeah. you'd say to the yeah. mountain. Here's what you'd you know, do if you had faith. If you had you'd faith, you'd say something. You'd, have, you'd say something, you'd say exactly. Something. It, it, and, it comes out your mouth. And we, we talked a lot about that out of Romans chapter 10, that faith is in two places. It's in the heart to believe with. But if the mouth doesn't say something, then then you, you've only gotten 50% right, right. of what's going on. But I think well, one of the... Faith requires two things. It requires action. Right. And it requires speaking. There's you a requirement of faith. Yes, it is. The requirements of faith are what? Action and speaking, and you've speaking got to, and acting. And, and you've got to engage in that. Uh, Terry and I could give you lots of scriptures on that, but there's there's engaging. It's not just sitting in church and hearing the Word of God all the time being preached and, and you thinking, boy, I sure wish I could do that. Uh, there comes a point in your Christian growth that even at the very beginning, if you'll learn uh, to get up immediately after you hear the Word of God preached and say, I'm going to go do that. Right. I'm going to be a doer of well, the Word. I'm going to say that. Yes, exactly. You know, you're sitting in church, your pastor's preaching, you, you hear the word, faith right. comes. Right. But then it can also go. It sure can. If you don't do anything with it. So well, you immediately, upon, upon it coming, yeah. you need to start speaking it and acting on it. And one of the first places you can really engage in that is in your own personal prayer life. The more you learn how to engage uh, in speaking the Word of God, reading the Word of God, believing the Word of God, and then making it an immediate prayer. Now, prayer, as we know, right. can be on all different levels. It can be in worship. It can be in declaration, like I say in Jesus' name, I believe. Or you hear someone like you and I do. We'll hear some bad news on the TV, and we'll say, no, it's not going to be that way. That's right. In That's the right. name of Jesus, our country's not going to go through that. But, and we're going to and we begin to pray and we begin to say the word of God. But you and, know, as we've talked about so many times, Renee, people people really talk uh, out of two different places. That's right. And you've got to be very careful about that. That's right. People talk out of their spirit, which right. is where it works. That's it right. works when it comes out of your spirit. That's right. With the but heart, they talk out of their believes. head. And when they talk out of their head, it, it, it's it's not going through their heart. It right. doesn't, doesn't it's just going it's just going brain to mouth. Right. It's not going heart to mouth. I always think sometimes thoughts are like I get a picture in my head of like a pinball machine. <laughs> you know, a thought can Rick get in there and get sewn in there. It, you know, if you just have the if you just have a conversation with an unbelieving person that's full of fear, mm -hmm. like you and I were talking about, they'll tr their words will try to get into your brain, and it'll be like a little marble in a pinball machine. It'll try to run around in there and do all kinds of things, you know, and just. It, make a maze out of your brain and then you get all involved in that thought intellectually and you begin to think that way like Romans 8 says that 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 sense and reason without the Holy Ghost yeah. you know and you get in there thinking about all that and that little marble is just ding 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 going around in your brain and you it never 
is um, stopped by a thought of faith or words coming out of your mouth that will negate that doubt, that fear, that worry, that oppression. And people don't understand that when they talk head to mouth. Right. And they don't understand heart to mouth. Heart to because, mouth. Because they think that head to mouth is going to work. Right. But it doesn't. Right. You know, it, it's it's like, uh, it's like, um, um, well, I use Brother Copeland, for example, because he's, right. what, he's what comes to my head. Brother Copeland's a good friend, and he's a tremendous minister of, of, of the gospel. And uh, uh, many times he'll say something. Uh, on television or in a meeting with right. thousands of people there, right. <laughs> he'll say something out of his spirit. Right. And he means it. And you can yes. tell when he says it, he means it. Exactly. And so he'll tell the crowd, say that, just like you had the crowd say a while ago uh, what you did. And uh, and so the crowd will say that. Uh, and it, when they say it out of their spirit, mm-hmm. boy, they feel the anointing. They feel the power. Right. Wow. Yes, and, it is uh, powerful. And then they go away and they say it, you know, a few more times and say it a few <laughs> more times and say it a few more times. But then over the period of months and weeks, mm-hmm. it waters down. Right. And, and no longer is it coming out of here. Right. Heart to mouth. All of a sudden it transfers up here. Right. And becomes head to mouth. Exactly. And they just start parroting something. That's right. Now, with Brother Copeland, uh, or or you or me, it it never makes that transition from here to here. We keep it here. I'll give you an example. Right now, Christians all over the country, for the last number of years, uh, when you walk in church and say, hey, how you doing? They'll say, I'm blessed and highly favored. It's like a parrot. (laughs) Blessed and highly favored. (laughs) Blessed and highly favored. And you can tell it's coming here to here. Yes, right. But when they started saying it, when Brother Coleman said it, right, it was, bless God, I'm blessed and highly favored of Almighty God. Right. And you can tell when he says it, it comes out of here. You can tell when you say it, when I say it, right. it comes out of here to here. It comes in heart right. to mouth. Well, it has a tone and, about it. But, that but, just, but over a period different. of time, if you're not careful, no, that's right. it transfers. That's right. It goes in a little elevator, and right. it just runs right up from your heart to your brain. <laughs> and then when somebody says... Yeah. How are you? And your your brain says, well, I'm in church. I better say, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Right. <laughs> but it's not coming out of your spirit anymore. Exactly. Now, after Brother Copeland said it 9,000, 10,000, 20,000 times, it's still coming out of his spirit. Right. When you say it, it's still coming out of your spirit. When I say it, it's still coming out of my spirit. But you can talk to Christians and you can tell that, uh-oh, that's yeah. not coming out of their spirit anymore. That's coming out of their head. Well, they're not I, saying I'm blessed and highly favored of Almighty God. They're saying blessed right. and highly favored, blessed and highly favored, blessed <laughs> and highly favored, and they don't realize that it, it it's just what the Bible calls vain and repetitious. No, babbling. right, right. I teach a series on. I've got a series on that called the uh, the the, the, uh, the Spirit of Faith, mm-hmm. and I talk about the the difference between it coming out of your spirit, right, or it coming out of your head. Paul right. said we we believe. Therefore, in our heart, mm-hmm. we believe, therefore we speak. That right. is the spirit of faith. Right. But but if you don't watch out, you're not speaking it because you believe it. Right. You're speaking it because you've been trained up here right. to say it. No, that's and that's right. the danger. And I talk to Christians all the time, and you do too. They come to us for prayer requests or come to us to mm-hmm. talk or come to us for counsel. And they're saying the right things. Right. But you can tell it's coming out of their head. It's not coming out of their spirit. They're just... They're just saying, oh, 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 I'm blessed and can't be cursed. Oh, oh, oh I'm blessed. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm the head, not the tail. Well, that's all Bible. That's all real. Right. But it has no 
punch to it. It has no power to it if it's coming out of your head to your mouth instead of out of your spirit to your mouth. You understand what I'm saying? Sure. And and please, all all you people that are listening to me, don't think I'm saying something bad about Brother Copeland. I'm not. I'm telling you. I'm telling you that when he says something and you hear it, or when I say something, or Renee says something, and you hear it and you say it too out of your spirit, it's wonderful. But we we never let it transfer out of here. Right. To hear, but if you, you're not careful, you let it take that little elevator ride up to your brain, and it starts coming head exactly. to mouth instead of heart to mouth, and that's that's the danger. It is the danger. And that's the that's when you start finding it's not working for you. But tell why isn't this working, <laughs> Sister Ray? Why isn't this working? I, I, right. I've been saying this. I've been confessing this. I've been declaring this. Yeah, but it's not coming out of here anymore. Right. You 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 don't believe it. Well, sure, I believe it. I'm saying it every day. I know, but you're not. You don't believe it in you. In, well, right. Brother Hagen used to call you a knower. It's I know in my knower. Right. You know, I know it down in here. <laughs> that's right. And it's not up in here. It's up in here. That's why Jesus said, "From the heart, from the heart and the mouth." That's right. The mouth speaks. The heart believes. The mouth and the heart have faith. The Bible never says you have faith in your head. No, that's right. It says, what saith it? The word of faith is nigh thee, where? Even in your mouth, mouth and, and in, in your, your heart. heart. The word of faith which we preach. It doesn't, word of doesn't faith. say in your head and in your mouth. Right. And then when he says to doubt, don't doubt, in Mark 11, in Mark 11, 23, he doesn't tell you don't doubt in your, in your head. Right. He says, don't doubt in your heart. heart. Right. You can doubt a jillion times in your head, and it's not going to affect your faith. But if you start doubting in your heart, you're in trouble. No, and that takes a personal policing. Um, I, I mean, I've had to, I've had to chase in myself uh, through life at different times. Wait a minute, I've gotten over into just mental agreement with the Word of God rather than heart believing. And to me, Terry, the best thing that I have ever done in my life that I've seen more personal results with is when, I, as I constantly um, developed my own personal prayer life every day sure. in speaking the Word of God so that the more I spoke the Word, I heard myself saying it. And I, I, I found several scriptures here. Uh, like in Zechariah 8.21, it says, let us go speedily to prayer. Speedily. And then those of, you know, there, there's so many wonderful things like in Psalm 109, it says, uh, I was looking at this verse, it says, in return for my love, they are my adversaries, but I resort to prayer. When you take the Word of God, and you find scriptures that apply to your circumstance, whether it be healing yeah. oh, or yeah. finances yeah. Yeah. or the soundness, personal. something personal, soundness of your mind, favor that you're going to need to uh, go in and interview for a job tomorrow. You find verses that have to do with favor. But I will resort to prayer. Yes. And the more you, you, you really, um, I think, uh, add the yeast of praying the Word of God over a situation, like you said. Faith won't go flat. And you begin to take the Word of God, and you begin to season, and you begin to add that 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 yeast into the your heart believing, and you begin to say the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Then it literally gives life to it. Sure. And you're not just repeating, as you were saying, parroting things that you heard somebody else say. Right. You're not getting it secondhand from someone else. You're spending it 
time in the word of God yourself. And you're taking wonderful scriptures where like, you know, Jeremiah 29, 12, it says this says, if we'll call, he'll answer. If we'll call, he'll answer. And then that my prayers are like incense and the lifting up of my hands are like the evening sacrifice that I'm going before the Lord. And I'm saying what the word of God says about my children, like Isaiah 8, 18, I and my children are for signs yes. and wonders in the earth. Yes, yes, and you yes. begin to declare that. And you don't just parrot that. Mm-hmm. You are saying that from your heart. And you've already watered it and given it life in the realm of your own personal prayer life in your heart. And then the next time somebody says something, well, all of our kids are just having trouble and they're just all going to hell in a handbasket. You can say out of your heart, yeah. not my kids. No, my kids are for I and my and kids wonders. are for signs and wonders in the earth. And we're not just saying a religious statement. Right. We're actually saying it with the fire and the power of the Holy Ghost. Like it's Isaiah, coming out of here. It's, not it's coming, coming out, out of here. here. Exactly. I, I remember the, the first scripture I ever learned about how to confess and pray over my children. And I was a young mommy and I had two little boys that were very active and they were very ill. And I was just desperate to find solutions on how to get my babies right, healed right. and how to get my babies well. And I was trying to to learn how to, uh, you know, it's like pastoring. I mean, you're trying to learn how to pastor their soul mm-hmm. and how they're thinking, and you're trying to keep their bodies healed and protected. <laughs> and I found uh, a wonderful woman of God shared with me that scripture, Isaiah fifty four thirteen. Oh yeah, that my children, children are, disciples, are disciples of the Lord, taught of the Lord, yeah. and obedient to God. God's will, and great is their peace Peace and and undisturbed composure. And Terry, I said that verse, I guess, 50 times a day. Oh, yeah. And I over and over and over and over. And I had to keep it alive on the inside of me when it didn't look like it was going to, it was working. And it didn't look like I was doing it right. It looked like I'm the worst mother on the planet. I don't know how to do this, Lord. And I would cry out to the Lord. I would pray. And the Lord would give me other scriptures. And he'd show me different things from the Word of God. And I began to learn scriptures like we, I think we said like three or four weeks ago, we were talking about 1 John 5, 14 and 15 says, this is the confidence. You begin to build confidence down the inside of your heart that no matter what you hear over here or what your eyes see that a, a little child is doing or a big child is doing, that you begin to say, no, this is the confidence that I have in God. You begin to use it in such a conversational tone, mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. that we're, we're using it in such a real life situation that we're not saying it like you'd say it from a preacher tone. Right. You're saying it from uh, a real, no, uh, I have confidence in God that if I've asked him anything, according to his will, I know God hears me. And Lord, I know you hear me. And I know because of that, that I have as my present possessions, the things that I have desired, that I have like a present possession, the things that I've desired and prayed of you by faith. I don't see it yet, because the word but says I believe that this it. is the confidence it's coming we have to me. in him, that if we ask anything, anything according to his will, which means according to his word, if we ask anything according That's to right. his will, we know. We're not wondering, we're not guessing, we're not hoping. We know he heareth us. And if we know that he heareth us, then, hey, take it to the bank. We know we have the petition we desire to be. We have desired of. What a marvelous scripture. It was so profound to me when I realized 
that that was the path, and and someone shared that scripture with me, that that was the path of faith. Yeah. That was the doorway into faith. And that as I prayed in tongues, and as I quoted the scriptures, and as I spent time in prayer, that when my little boys would go down for a nap, I'd go right to the Word. And I would get talking in about these devour last, that. What we've been talking about these last few weeks, and I'm going to continue talking about in the area of faith, what we're talking about is not something we we heard. No. It's something that God <laughs> we has. We dug it out. These things on yeah, faith right. are things that God has taught us. That's right. Over, well, for me, 52 years yeah, of third yeah. world missionary right. exactly. evangelism. Exactly. I mean, things that I, the things I teach around the world is not something I heard or not something I got out of a It's something God taught me. Right. (laughs) These are things that God has taught me over 52 years of third world missionary evangelism. Well, and we've, you know, these great men and women of God, even that poured into our life, we were so hungry for it that everything that we heard anybody say about faith, we took it and ran with it. Well, yeah. And we dug it out for ourselves. It's just like the Bereans there in, in, in Acts chapter 17. Paul said the Bereans were more noble noble. than the Thessalonians were because, and it says they were of a ready mind Mm -hmm. to receive the word of God. And it says because they searched the scriptures to see whether what Paul was saying was true or not. And that's where, when we were in our 20s, you know, you and Jackie were in Mexico and we were, uh, you know, there in the ministry at Lakewood Church and all, we had just gotten out of Bible college and we were working at my home church in Shreveport and then over at Lakewood Church a year or two later. I'm telling you, I was so desperate to know the truth that I was hanging on literally every word, Brother Osteen, Brother Hagen, Brother Copeland, Brother Price, anybody sure. would teach me from the Word of God. Sure. I was just like a little puppy. Tell me something that'll help me with my children, my marriage, my kids, my health, my finances, everything. And it was out of a sense of hunger that really keeps the Word of God alive to you. And, and because we were raised in a in a Pentecostal church, yeah. <laughs> and I don't, an mean, I don't mean that bad at all. Yeah. I'm just saying they, they weren't what we'd call word no, people right, or right. word of faith people. They love God with all their heart, no, that's saved, right. born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, spoken in tongues. Uh, but but they, they didn't know. You know, you know Proverbs 4 says the word is life to those that find it. Find well, not it. everybody, right. even though they love God, they, they hadn't necessarily found it. And, <laughs> and, and so we would, we, we would take these scriptures, and, and I'd hear some of these guys preaching. You were talking about, I'd listen to a tape. Sometimes I'd just say, no, that's not right. I'd stop and run it back and listen to them. Then I'd go check it out in the Bible, and it was right. And it was right. Well, you we know, there's so, there's so many things that, that we're so grateful for. Uh, and that and, and that is, you know, we're not through. <laughs> but we're, we're so glad that we serve a God that is is Lord over the never-ending kingdom yes, of yes, God. Yes, yes. And so we are so glad Check you joined us today. Yeah, that's right. Take these scriptures. Go home, do something with them. So look for yourself because we always want to help you understand and know that you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. God bless you.